Um, let's talk present day football, uh, like Patrick says in the chat. And uh, we have two coaching staff uh, announcements slash moves from the Patriots. The first is that Nick Cayley, uh, who had been with the Patriots since 2015, uh, is officially out of the picture. He interviewed for the Patriots, the Jets, and the Texans offensive coordinator jobs this offseason. Uh, but instead, he is making a lateral move and will uh, coach the tight ends in L.A., like I said, with Sean McVay uh, and the Rams. So I would say that this is it's a lateral move, but it feels like an upgrade. You get to learn from one of the best offensive coaches uh, in the NFL. There didn't really seem to be a place for him in New England anyway uh, with the hiring of Will Long last week. Looked like the Patriots were going to go in a different direction all along. The rumor was that Kaylee's contract was up, so... Goodbye, Nick Cayley. Uh, I thought he was a pretty good coach here. Uh, he had some. He had plenty of opportunities elsewhere as far as offensive coordinators, uh, coordinator jobs happen. So, uh, thoughts on Cayley leaving? Yeah. So it's it's weird, man. His whole situation's weird because he was this rising star coach, and then he gets it kind of out of nowhere. I'm not saying we always know what's going on with the coaches, but those reports right. sort of just came up uh, unprompted. And then he gets passed over for the OC job last year. Interviews for it again this year doesn't get it. And so it is a lateral move and it isn't. It's it's tough to characterize. Um, I think what would make like his contract was reportedly up, right? right? So is it a lateral move or is that all he could get? It's not like he left Fair. the deal. So I'm not like criticizing you for putting it that way. It's just, it's interesting to look at like that, but right. you would think if a guy of that status, his contract was up and he's interviewing with OC jobs, he interviewed with the jets, he interviewed with the Texans. I think he interviewed with the Broncos. Maybe there was just interest. I don't remember. Yeah, but it might've been interest, but the idea is this guy is supposedly very popular. Now he's a free agent and he just goes to the same job uh, in, in LA. So I'm sure he thinks that the being adjacent to Sean McVay helps and it probably does a little bit, but just, you don't talk about coaching tenures being that weird, especially like a tight ends coach. You don't say maybe like a, a coordinator, the Matt Patricia error uh, era of offensive coordinator for he and slip, right? The Matt Patricia <laughs> era of offensive coordinator was weird. Like weird. what, but you don't, when's the last time we talked about a positional coach's tenure being weird? Like Nick Cayley's tenure was super weird. Yeah. Again, like you said, it, or you know, like has been mentioned, he was sort of. It felt like potentially a guy who they were keeping and waiting to eventually become the offensive coordinator. Because when McDaniel's left, he wanted Kaylee to go to uh, Vegas with him, and the Patriots shut it down. So, like the fact that they didn't allow him to, I guess, grow in his role and sort of do something that he wanted. And they said, "No, you're staying here. We're gonna we're gonna groom you." And then, you know, a year a year of not having him actually be the OC, he's stuck in his role. Now they're doing all these changes and he still doesn't have a place here. Like it is, it's just kind of weird. Um, but what do you think of him as a coach, Alex? Like I, I see a lot of, uh, a lot of comments on Kaylee and people aren't really too much of a fan of him. And I, I don't necessarily think that's the case. I think he's a pretty good coach who just sort of fell almost, uh, just kind of fell out of place here after a while. Yeah, it's, it's tricky, right? He started in 17, so Gronk's here. He inherits prime Gronk. Mm -hmm. And then Gronk leaves, and and his position group kind of fell apart. You know, they failed yeah. to develop two top 100, I have to say top 101 picks because Dalton Keene was 101st, but <laughs> they failed to develop two, you know, relatively high draft picks at the position. 
They had to go out and spend big money and get two guys in free agency who one certainly underperformed in John Smith. I think Hunter Henry's been at least in 2021. He was about what was expected last year was a down year, but it's a down year across the board. It's it's like I said before, the hype just sort of came out of nowhere and it was never really explained. And the Patriots clearly didn't buy into it. If he was as hyped as everybody said he was, they would have given him the job over Patricia. So I, I think his lasting legacy is probably, I mean, his lasting legacy is he's the guy that they chose Patricia over, but I think right. that, you know, the tight end position kind of falling apart after it was a strength here for what, 15, 16 years, 17 yeah. years. Uh, he presided over that. So that's something that's certainly going to, going to follow him at least initially. So I'm thinking of Kaylee and what he has to work with now. Um, you think that ultimately I say he's in a better spot, and I think you sort of mentioned that a little bit, but you know, you go to a, a system, I guess, do you think Kaylee's better off here with these tight ends and that, you know, this coaching staff with Bill O'Brien, or is he better off going to LA with McVay? Guys like uh, Tyler Higby there now, um, I can't think of their backup tight end, but the talent there compared to here and the coaching staff around them and the offense itself, what do you think? What do you make of it? Well, it, it it's not necessarily about that, or I don't read it that way, at least. Okay. He what what does he have to gain by staying here? He's been passed up for the OC job twice. Like, what's his incentive to stay? Right. So you know, as for LA, I don't know where else he had options. Right. Clearly, that's, he didn't get part. any of those OC jobs he interviewed for. I, I there was a whoever I think it was Breer right who reported it last night did say that he did have a couple options he was considering. He considered this the best one. I can't imagine he got no C offer and turned it down to go back yeah, and be no a tight ends coach. No. But to me, this is more about if I'm him, you passed over me for Matt Patricia. Look how that turned out. And you still didn't give me another shot. I'm going somewhere else where maybe I have a chance to grow. So that's that that's kind of how I read it. So it looks like now, um, with the report last week, we just missed it on Patriots beat on Thursday. Once we got off, Mike Reese reported that uh, Will Lying is going to come in and be the Patriots tight ends coach. Or or we assume, rather, that he'll be the tight ends coach. He was hired as an offensive staff assistant. They haven't doled out titles yet, but uh, he worked with Bill O'Brien at Penn State. He was a grad assistant. He then worked with him as the tight ends coach in Houston with Bill O'Brien and then followed him to Alabama. So he's been with O'Brien for a while. Given that he coached the tight ends in Houston, it's looking like he's going to fill Kaylee's role here. What do you make of that hire? What do you know about Long? Um, again, w- what I know and understand is that he's at least familiar with O'Brien and what he likes to run. So I think that's a plus because what we had last year was just piecemeal all these places around the offense and nothing really made sense. And it, it was like that all season long. Now it looks like, you know, it's what, February 6th now. And as we get to it with Clem here, we basically have a full staff and they're going to get ready to go starting ASAP. So what, what do you make of Long? What do you think of that hire for the tight ends? Solid hire. I, I like yeah. that it's, you know, people are getting on all the hires below. Oh, it's just Bill hiring people he's familiar with. And even Long, well, he's connected to O'Brien, who's connected to Bill. I don't think people realize just how rare it is for a coach to hire another coach who he has zero familiarity with. <laughs> right. Because all of these coaches run things differently. So suddenly you have to get that guy up to speed after he's probably been doing something a certain way his whole life. So a guy like Long, a guy like Clem. Now, O'Brien's more connected. I will say that if you want to make that gripe with O'Brien, I still think he was the best possible hire, but 
there is that risk of, well, he's Bill's guy. He's going to be another yes man. Guys like Loing, guys like Clem. I have Clem, a time thinking O'Brien does that, but continue. I, I do too, but like if you want to make that, I'm not saying that it's out of the, right. it's a better argument than your BS about the Edelman catch. As <laughs> as for like guys like Loing, guys like Clem, like Clem's never coached under Bill. He played right. under him, but that was 20 years, like 19 years ago was his last season under Belichick. He's coached in completely different circles. So he's a, like, to think he's going to come in and be some sort of Belichick clone, he's never experienced Bill on a coach-to-coach basis, at least not significantly. Lying even more so, like, he's never worked for Bill as a player or a coach. Yeah, he worked for Bill O'Brien, but it's like you said, O'Brien doesn't want somebody else to come in and teach from square one. Like, that's that's where GAs come in, and that's where these, like, you know, when you when you say just general offensive assistant, these guys you're hiring for their first coaching job, that's what they're doing. They're learning to coach, but they're also learning your system. So as you promote them, you don't have to start from square one. Right. That That's that's where – and look, that's not to defend all the nepotism in the NFL. It's not. But there is a certain reason why you hire people you're comfortable – now, some of it's overdone. Brian Schottenheimer getting another job in this league is absurd. If Adam Gase ever – Adam Gase already had too many chances. If he ever gets another chance, forget about it. Right. Even Patricia Lasher, like that was ridiculous. But there is something to be said for the familiarity. So with lying, I don't know a ton. I know he's coached tight ends before in the NFL. I like that. The fact he was at Alabama last year, Cameron Latu now makes a ton of sense in the draft and is a guy that I think checks a lot of boxes. Uh, we'll see. But I think a we'll see candidate in that position isn't the worst thing in the world. I don't know that you can hire like it. You can make like a grand slam hire at tight end coach. I just don't yeah. think necessarily like unless Brian Dayball is going to come back and do it right now we're talking, you know, realistically, you're not going to make a, a grand slam at tight end coach. So I, I like Long's credentials. I think it's a good balance of familiarity versus not being, you know, a guy who's indoctrinated in the system and we'll see where it goes from there. But I, you know, how much better are they going to do realistically? I don't know. Right. It's an interesting hire. 